Makers of Sport Podcast, Episode 19, Halftime. Welcome to Makers of Sport Halftime. If this happens to be your first episode of Makers of Sport podcast, you may not know that this is what this is. Uh, Most episodes you see as of now are the typical interview format. So this episode I'm using to give a bit of an explanation, a deeper explanation about what halftime is. So halftime is a 20 minute podcast conducted by myself that will appear on the weeks when there are no interviews. As of now, interviews are conducted every other week. This being a sports crazy audience, I felt halftime was a perfect metaphor for those off weeks uh, playing on the typical sports 20 minute halftime break. So think of this as a series, which is a pep talk between the interviews. So why halftime? Why this in addition to the interview shows? Well, the business side of creativity is oftentimes overlooked on podcasts, blogs, and in many online discussions. We as creative people tend to get smitten with the visual aesthetics and the cool factor of work we see coming from the sports niche. Uh, Typically, the awesome photo manipulations, digital art and illustration, uniform designs, team branding, and more. The non-sexy part and the reality is that there were business transactions and conversations that happened behind the scenes on much of this work. Even though we all love what we do and would most likely do it for free, and then sometimes people do do it for free, uh, you know, as we see saw Tyson Beck create posterizes and really get exposed by doing free work to uh, some of the big brands such as the NBA. So we do all love what we do, uh, and like I said, we would do it for free, but the overall goal here is to make money. That is the goal of the Makers of Sport podcast and website as a brand. It's to encourage and help you to be professional, business savvy, yet also help you grow in your creative craft in the sports niche, be it design, illustration, marketing, motion graphics, web design, Etc. The minute you decide to take money for your craft or your talent, you are no longer an amateur but a professional. Design is not art alone. Art is subjective. Design is and should always be objective. With design, there are always goals involved, strategy, and a certain set of parameters that must be met to achieve something. Clients, and or your superiors, if at a full-time job, expect professional results and communication. When we as creative people do not give them professional interactions, the entire industry suffers. And we as the creative people tend to get viewed negatively as the crazy art types, people that aren't business savvy. And also, in some cases, people that are cheap or that can be worked over and manipulated. 
In order to be successful at this business, if that is your goal, you have to have business skills. It's absolutely no question. These are not often taught in college design programs, animation programs, or whichever creative program that you tend to come from, since this is a creative audience. Uh, You got to learn this stuff out on the grind, out on the streets. So right now you may be asking, who is Adam? Who gives you the authority to give pointers on what works and what doesn't work? Well, I've been working in sports directly or with sports-related clients my entire career. I began my post-grad career at a Lexington, Kentucky sports marketing agency called Host Communications. I was the lead designer there for the Southeastern Conference, working on game programs, posters, and miscellaneous visual communication for the corporate conference, as well as some of the most successful college athletic programs in the business, including the University of Kentucky, University of Tennessee, University of Texas, uh, and University of Michigan, just to name a few. I also worked half of my time uh, during my tenure there in the interactive department working on websites, uh, visual, the visual design of websites for uh, some of these schools. During my tenure there, the company was referred to, as I mentioned, uh, as Host Communications. It was founded by Lexington, Kentucky businessman and uh, collegiate sports athletic hall of famer, Jim Host. If you don't know who he is, I highly suggest looking him up as he did a ton for the college sports business, specifically for the NCAA. He was one of the primary um, voices that sort of brought sponsorship to college sports as a business model. In 2006, just before I left, the company was ranked by the Sports Business Journal as the number three sports marketing company in the nation behind global brands such as IMG, which was founded by, co-founded by Arnold Palmer. Uh, there's actually a great documentary on him on the Golf Channel. He he was very vital not only in golf but to sports, the sports marketing industry, uh, and they were also behind Octagon Sports. Neither of those companies focused on the college athletics business. As I mentioned, I left that company in 2006 when I was 23 years old to start my own independent design consultancy. Soon after I left. IMG bought Host Communications, making it their sports college sports marketing division, uh, which was called IMG College. So you may hear me refer to my past uh, on this podcast as working at IMG College and, and my time there as IMG College. That is simply because Host Communications no longer actually exists in its current context, but it became IMG College. So uh, post, post IMG college, uh, in the following nine years of my career leading to today, I was a full-time freelancer or business owner working on the creative side of the sports industry. I'll definitely go in depth on more of this on episode 25 of Makers of Sport podcast, which is a special episode. Uh, we will be returning guest number two, Joe Bosack. Uh, He's going to actually intercept the mic and turn it back on myself for a conversation uh, as sort of a get to know the host type episode. I figure 25 episodes is long enough for you guys not to know uh, much about me other than what you hear me discuss with these other other people. And, And a lot of times the guests, we've already had a deeper conversation off the air um, before I hit record. However, by now, if you are a listener, 
you still get a sense of my personality from my deep conversations with these prior guests on the podcast. So you know that I'm a huge advocate of professionalism in the creative industry, specifically in this sports niche. So because of this, I decided it would benefit many who are interested in growing their careers to share what I've learned over my 10 plus years from both mentors and running a business. Even during my brief hiatus from full-time freelance back in 2013, uh, I was still a partner and creative director at a 20-person web design company working on large-scale technology projects in many industries, including sports. We actually built Desmond Howard's website uh, while there. As of this episode, the sports brands that I work with include my alma mater, the FCS National Championship College Football Program, Eastern Kentucky Colonels, uh, whose former coach, actually Roy Kidd, is in the College Football Hall of Fame, and I believe he's number three on the list of all-time wins. I also work with 3D Lacrosse, which is a multi-million dollar training company. Uh, They were recently ranked in the Inc. Magazine, Inc. 500, uh, and also just partnered with USA Today Sports to launch a huge lacrosse tournament called the Great State Showdown. I also do work for JMI Sports. It's a California sports marketing company that recently won the marketing rights to University of Kentucky Athletics and is also responsible for the sports facility developments at the University of Oregon, Duke University, Syracuse University, University of Alabama, a few MLB facilities and more. Their president is actually the former CEO of host communications when I was there. And he actually spearheaded the deal to make um, IMG the purchase of IMG uh, when they purchased host communications. So with that little bio uh, and with all that I learned, I want, I really want to share to do my little part of giving back to this awesome niche and community. And I do know a thing or two about networking, conducting business and being an independent professional. If that happens to be your goal. One thing I have an advocate of and will focus on with this halftime series is entrepreneurship. A trend outside of the sports world, if you think about the Silicon Valley or big technology startups, is that we are seeing more and more designers and creative thinkers being valued from the ground up in businesses. They're being integrated strategically from day one, and they're not being brought on at the end to sort of put icing on a cake. Companies and executives in today's business world are starting to realize that bad ideas and bad products will not sell with good marketing and design. The idea, the product, the quality, and the design have to be baked in from the beginning. This is the new way, period. Especially with social media and the sort of transparency that we see everywhere in in today's social internet. In this industry, especially when it comes to team sports, design is still often viewed as a commodity. It's a fun, sometimes meaningless execution of what executives and superiors want. That's just the unfortunate reality, the unfortunate truth that that uh, that still tends to happen in this world. And a lot of that comes from, you know, bureaucratic uh, university structures and and things like that, specifically when it comes to the college sports side of things. My mission with Makers of Sport is to bring talent to the forefront, get a behind the scenes view of the business acumen of this talent, 
and also to foster community and professionalism that will advocate for this new way in sports. This halftime series is part of that mission. A few years ago, I read a book and I read many, many books, which maybe I'll share a lot of those with you on, uh, on this show, a lot of books about design and business and marketing and, and sports, especially the business side of sports. Uh, but anyhow, I read a book called a whole new mind. Why right brainers will rule the future. Uh, the author actually slips my mind at this point, but I will uh, definitely put his name in the show notes. Anyhow, it was written in the nineties and it mentioned that by today, left brained robotic and sort of those analytical tasks will be outsourced. The creative thinking people will be the rulers of the future future because of their ability to problem solve. And when I say creative thinking people, I don't just mean designers. I mean, developers, marketers, business people, and more. Mark Cuban is one of these types of people. Steve jobs was one of these types of people. You will be one of these types of people. That's the goal. We have to use our creativity to solve problems, not to make superficial, cool stuff. As this series progresses, I intend to share my thoughts, experiences, and in some cases, struggles with topics such as imposter syndrome, pricing freelance work, productivity, networking, location limitations, and the like drug, which happens to be the craving of likes on Dribble, Instagram, Behance, or your drug of choice. I tend to call that the like drug. Uh, Also, many more professional business topics. These topics will be geared towards those looking to become a bit more entrepreneurial and maybe freelance. However, professional business topics such as these can be easily applied to in-house gigs at professional or college sports teams, startups, agencies, etc. And with that, Uh, This will wrap episode one of the series, Halftime. I hope you return for more in weeks to come. 2015 is going to be a big year for Makers of Sport with the launch of the community coming and more. So tune in on the off weeks of interviews for this 20-minute halftime speech to 20 minutes or less, I will say. Halftime speech, which will... uh, be about learning more on the the business side of creativity to help you in your freelance life, in-house life, or creative career in general. See you next week with an interview show with Ted Irvin, design director of Vox Media. And if you don't know who Vox Media is, actually chances are you probably do know who they are, but you probably don't know the corporation name. They are the ones that run The Verge, the technology blog, uh, also Polygon, the video game website, and SB Nation. Uh, our, 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 pre, our next interview was supposed to be Aaron Masick, who at the time was a designer for the San Antonio Spurs, but literally during the week of the interview, he uh, found out that he was going to be moving to the San Diego Padres. So congratulations, Aaron. We'll get him on a show a little bit later on in the spring, maybe when he kind of gets, uh, gets some solid ground underneath him after the move. I have uh, decided also as a business model that I value you guys, the audience, much more than selling you, the listener, as ears to sponsors. So the typical podcast business model is to get as many listeners as you can and sell those ears to sponsors. 
I uh, have have really been convinced actually by Sean McCabe, who runs a podcast. I mentioned him actually on the introduction episode of this podcast. Um, I've been convinced by him to not actually take sponsors. I really want to focus on value here, delivering value, and also having a valuable audience. Which means that you know, if 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 this show this show isn't for everybody, like I mentioned, it's for people that are wanting to get professional and. And, you know, quite frankly, if, if that's not, you know, if, if, if you want to make the superficial, cool design things and you aren't worried about business, then this show's not for you. That's just the reality of it. Uh, this show is to really kind of drive talent and business to the forefront. So uh, I'm saying that basically, uh, uh, with, some people have asked how they can compensate me for the show since it's something that I put so much time into. And, and this is a business. Uh, the best way to do that will be to share the show like it, rate it, write reviews on it, whichever platform you're listening on, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever. And then also join the community when it launches earlier this year. Be sure to follow myself at T. Adam Martin on Twitter. And then also follow the show at Makers of Sport. Thanks again to everybody for a great first year. 2014 was awesome. Happy New Year. Uh, I hope your, your new year is very prosperous and successful and healthy and happy. And until next time, have a good week.